Hello and welcome to the Truck and Driver podcast. I'm joined by Chris Madison, live from a turf yard in Broxburn. By God, I know how to live. We're here. It is ten to ten at night. <laughs> mm. Bit of a bit of a bit of a, a late one for you to be getting parked up. What, what time did you start this morning? Six. So I was here for about oh, just a twenty to nine. I think I landed here. Mm. So uh, we've had a fair day, like. Been over to Lancashire this morning, then um, done some plants into East Yorkshire this afternoon, and then loaded this lot topside of York, and then rattled up here tonight with a bit of a shower stop at Coney Garth and just pushed on. But, uh, so you're back on this kind of seasonal work now, with the with the, the fridges and the kind of um, uh, the food and the the plants and things like that. I'm not so much, no. Um, yeah. Uh, this turf job, so you know, it's all year round. But um, yeah, there's one or two plant jobs at the minute. But um, I think maybe they keep me out at way because it's that busy at our customers' spot that you can vanish in there for three or four hours at a time to try and you know just try and get loaded. So I think Stuart keeps me occupied because obviously I'm a mm. stubby and I need to be I need to be moving. So I think you know whether it's in uh, it's in busy turmoil next door, he might just keep me occupied mm-hmm. elsewhere. I ran out Sunday, I went down to uh, Paynton in Devon Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening, so I could get tipped at 7 o'clock on, uh, on Monday morning at Sutton's with their, uh, usually tomatoes, but peas, would you believe? Mm, mm. Pea plants. Right. And I'm thinking there must have been a cracking back at trailer somewhere in Seal because all, all, all ones at back were all leaning towards back doors, like, give me light, master, <laughs> give me light. Mm. So that were a, a good start to week. It was a... Okay, so a nice a day on Sunday. I had grand weather. It was a faultless run down and I saw some interesting stuff coming away from uh, Devon Truck Show. Mm. And I saw some, some racing lads coming back up from Pembrey where they'd been uh, down with you. So, mm-hmm. aye. M5 were quite, uh, quite interesting on Sunday night. Well, I was at Convoy in the... Convoy Cymru, is that how you pronounce it? I, w- I was at that at the weekend, and that was mm. that was the, the the best show I've been to since probably twenty eighteen, uh, not even twenty nineteen, because it was just it wasn't a huge thing in terms of like the amount of trucks that were there or nothing, but the weather made it, yeah. and the sta- the standard of trucks that were there was exceptional. So I think I, I was a bit disappointed that I didn't get to speak to everybody that was there. There were some trucks. It took me that long to get round everybody. There were a, a couple that were kind of, yeah. that had left by the end, but I got fourteen oh. phone numbers, contacts for features and truck and driver. Yeah, fourteen. Uh-huh. Oh, really? It's a really good mix of feature material. We've got a two hundred ton ERF EC fourteen. We've got brand new seven seventy S Ganyas, five forty seven fifty Volvos. Uh, guy with a load of daft CFs on bulk transport. Really uh, positive weekend. So much good, good stuff came out of it. And I got sunburnt as well, which is unusual for me. Cause I, was, lovely. I haven't been out in the sun for that long. That I actually it would have lovely. Um, <clears throat> I was down in Cardiff Thursday and I was. Um, it was gorgeous down there. Mm. It was absolutely gorgeous. Then Obviously, I came back up 449, which was shut mm. southbound with that mm. horrible accident by Usk. Yeah, well, and there were, that. And there were mm. you know, there was an awful accident. Somebody ran into the back of a glass a glass trailer, you know, one of those um, yeah. 
No, another one, Jimmy. No, ah, they look like Thunderbird too, don't they? Mm. Aye, and it were all uh, screened off when I came back up, and it was still shut southbound. And I got up towards Ross, mm. and there were a lot of racing lads coming down, like Taylors and that. And I thought, mm. God, I, I wish we were on CB to tell them to do, you mm. know. To, but uh, I suppose diversion or taking uh, take them across towards Brecon and Eds at Valleys from us, yeah, you know, yeah. mm. A40 maybe. But it were it was shut from half past five in the morning. So I had to go right down five to four and come back over bridge to get round. And, mm. and um, it didn't look like they were making any inroads into opening it when I came back up about half two. So I don't know how that uh, mm, now that panned out for you know for lads uh, travelling down to Pembrey. Mm. I don't know. But, mm. mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's not so. That's uh, not so good. As as the weather gets better, the roads get busier. I guess I, I was busy last week with deadline on the magazine. I was really uh, busy with that. I didn't feel particularly well either. And um, I managed to get away. I wanted to get away in the middle of the afternoon to get down because I, I decided to run right through the middle of Wales to get to Pembrey, like yeah. going on M fifty six, and then pick up the go down past like Wrexham, and then it's A four eight three and. Uh, fantastic roads some of the best roads in the UK but I drove them in the dark unfortunately uh, I did some video of it for YouTube but uh, the yeah. good thing was there was no traffic on the road so I could just go you know steady and yeah. push on but when I came back up on the Sunday it was a fair bit busier but some interesting uh, driving at some points to like say the least you know <laughs> no wonder there's accidents and things and that as well you know just people weaving in, weaving in and out of traffic and just oh it's no need no need for it. Cars and bikes. Yeah. It was like a Fiesta ST and I can't remember what else it was. It may have been a Mini or something. Came tearing past me and cutting in and out the traffic and one of them got in front of me and put his like, hazards on. Is it really? Like, as if to say cheers for letting me in. But I was like, that was just me being chilled and be like, I'm not getting involved. I'm going to let this happen rather than dropping it in a second and deciding I'm going to set in about them. Yeah, just, but yeah, just, you could see how accidents uh, happen, and that I think people are a bit um, hyped up that the extra cost of petrol's not slowed anybody down. I'll say that. No, no, it's not keeping anybody in either. Unfortunately, I had a cop for a drop up in uh, Festinio, Blanow Festinio, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. twenty-six ton to drag up there, bloody uh, oh. minerals, and I went in at Betsy Coed that way, and uh, was it Clan Worst? Good God, if that's the only road in. <laughs> Jesus Christ, mm. what a trekker that was. Beautiful scenery, absolutely stunning. You know, when you come off mm. um, A55 and then start cavorting down A5 that way, absolutely amazing. And that's from a bloke who lives in Midland Pennines. I thought, mm. this is great. Right up until a bit when I met a tipper full of slate coming the other way at about six, about 60. Yikes. And I were, I were up a tree to you know get out at road for this lad to come by. But what a bloody journey to get up there and uh, and why there's a massive double glazing uh, factory at the top of Betsy Coed where... Um, uh, is this, yeah, it's like a death. hangover from one of these government schemes back in I the 70s know. and 80s where they would go and make <sighs> companies build factories in the middle of nowhere if they, it, and give them money. Just to, It really is in the middle of nowhere. I mean, yeah. it is really in the middle of nowhere. It's, it's just What's like, it called? What's the name of it? It's a company or... Yeah, go on, I'm going to look it up. Um, is this the place that Matt Waller goes? 
Yeah, he goes with his tanker and he did warn me I was going to enjoy it, but I didn't realise how much I was going to enjoy it. Uh, is it Rehau? R-E-H-A-U, perhaps. Rehau. And apparently they're the one of the biggest UPVC manufacturers in in country, but what a place to put it. Unbelievable. Yeah, because well, Matt's truck's in the magazine, um, which comes out uh, eminently. It's the editor's choice for this issue, that lovely 540 joke. Actually, I'm just looking at it on the map. Know where people that work there come from because there's not a great deal around. Very, no, I'm not sure that is the right place. You've got is it right there in the south of Wales between Swansea and Cardiff? That's not that's that looks no. <laughs> I've clicked on so I don't know what I think this is, but I've clicked on something called Brenabel Rehab. Brenabel Rehab is the leading residential centre for the treatment of alcohol and drug dependencies in Wales. Did you uh, wonder where I'd gone then? Yeah, no, just well, you know, it, it, does it tell a story that my phone's directing me to that? I was looking for PVC bloody sheets here. Come on. Mm, uh, <laughs> phone rang, man. I, uh, phone rang and I went on to a call. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's bedtime at the Madison house, so I, I had that call to deal with. I thought, I wonder if we can hear this or, or whether it just... No, I was just chatting about myself. <laughs> I buggered off. Hi. Interesting. Uh, when I tipped up to get across to um, the fabled and uh, feared Chronospan at Jerk, so... Mm. Matt Waller again says, ah, I have a plan. So I went out bottom side to get down uh, and up towards, oh, hell, was it? Come on, help me out here. I don't know. I'm not massively familiar with them. We're Chucks in Wales, which is somewhere near Wrexham, isn't it? Anyway, I ran up towards Barla, and then I ran across and up towards Clangothlan, run right side at river and anyway eventually much to my delight it popped me out at chirk bottom roundabout about a quarter of a mile away from uh chronospan which yeah, dovetailed and um i went into chronospan with that feeling you get you know you turn right in there you think um most of my kids will be at uni when i get back out of here but anyway <laughs> i don't know what's occurring up there whether they've uh, steadied down on production because it price of gas to uh heat the place or what but mm. straight in straight round loaded now in 40 minutes not five hours or usual but 40 nice. minutes load on and then uh, rattled around manchester and back over at woodhead and put her in stable for night i didn't think i'd be home anywhere near but anyway it was a good day really it was a bit thirsty on diesel obviously mm. dragging up one side of a mountain and uh, going out other way but i tell you what Mm. I'm glad I'm not doing it in Foden because I'd have worn gear stick out. But yeah, that um, would be a, that would be a um, a task for the for the four twenty yeah. coming through. I mean, it would it would do it, but you know, oh, be, I should do it. it but be... Christ, should have been warm mm-hmm. and gear stick mm-hmm. have been mm-hmm. warm to a taper. Uh, there's like that last climb going up that mountain to get it and pop over the top for mm. um, Blyneau. It mm-hmm. is a killer. It had this down at um, sort of twenty five thirty going up there, so. Oh, wow. so, Foden had been 12, 15 up there and riving herself inside out. But oh, wow. that's, that's uh, I mean, that's a good result. You know, your your truck, I think yours has got two and a half thousand newton meters of torque in it, which is yeah, which um, is a not insubstantial um, amount of pulling mm. power. Really, that's yeah. Um, they've only just I think that's a, a good kind of benchmark for a performance yeah. thirteen litre. I think. Yeah, in power mode on those sawmills, mm-hmm. it's brilliant. It really is. It's ridiculous in eco. It's just 
well, I don't, it, it don't know what it's doing with itself. In eco, just knock it into manual and drive it like, you know, uh, mm-hmm. drive it like it uh, it needs to be driven. But if you stick it in power mode, it'll just pull and pull and pull. Like coming back over at Woodhead from Tin Twistle back over to Penniston and getting home, I just kick it into power coming up, drag out of uh, Tin Twistle and give it some. And mm-hmm. it'll keep going until I run out of nerve on corners on Woodhead. And then, I, you know, it's me that bottles it, not, uh, not the engine, you know. Good that you've got that. Good that you've got that option, option there to have, to have it when you need it. You know, I do. I do, I do occasionally interview guys. That, you know, I've spoken to people who run the trucks in powered mode all the time, and I'm not, not really designed for that. You know, no. it's, it's a bit uh, vicious. It's a bit vicious with its shifts and things. But you know, uh, <laughs> I can imagine some of these round sort of backside of us at Buxton and out that way. But you know, they've got a running power mode. I thought. Oh, right. Use, useful thing like it's going to be it'll be interesting when the new Scania's finally start dropping in because they've obviously yeah. they've got a 560 in the country now but there's still yeah. 540s going into service for people because the lead times are not long we're building things and yeah, as, yeah. as well and everything's been the 460 the 500 staying the same uh, yeah. then you've got the 560 and every truck every model has now got new injectors new it's a completely yeah. new engine, um, front to back. It's interesting to see how they they get on and bed in as well. But of course, it's just that hard to get trucks. I would imagine that Mister Holt's yeah. probably, you know, he'll be wanting to get new trucks in. And the lead times are like twenty twenty three now, and some of the yeah. companies are order books are shut. Yeah, Stu tries to get sort of two or three a year, I think. And I think some of Volvo uh, time spans have been. Uh, mm. Moved to September twenty three, which mm-hmm. is it's, it's been to the advantage. Iveco have got a lot of S-ways into fleets when the basis yeah. have got the trucks available, which is a, is a potential good thing for them. Mm. Uh, I've started to see the DAFs coming online now, and a lot mm. of them that have been spec with the optional mirror cams have got mirror normal mirrors bolted onto them at the moment because they can't get hold of the screens due mm. to like global part supply issues, and we really need to like get away from this. Um, dependency on getting all these things from the yeah. Far East. You know, as Bob mentioned on the podcast before, like, you can't go on with a semiconductor and chip shortage and all this, so you've got no. such enormous lead times uh, no. on, on vehicles. And it, of course, the, the ultra-law emissions zone scam messed everything up by making everybody get rid of UFIs yeah. before yeah. their time when there was no need to. You know, it skewed everything. You know, that's exactly why I've got a thousand pound a month going out at bank for this and take with all that. Well, oh, it's it, coming, it's all coming. Well, oh. if, it, if it wasn't for the ULA's bloody situation, you know, a lot of people that would have gone for a second hand Euro 5 didn't do it, they couldn't do it. And yeah, it's, just, it's just nonsense, you know. It's, I would definitely not replace Gert, definitely not. Mm-hmm. You know, I had no reason whatsoever to come out of that truck other than it was, um. All the hype about Manchester, Bradford, Birmingham, Leeds, blah blah mm-hmm. blah, and you know, uh, constant propaganda about oh, you better get one now, otherwise you'll not get one price at second hand. Second hand news. So I did, and I thought, well, I'll save it in fuel, and then fuel went up to the price of gold anyway. So um, mm-hmm. you know, it's all swings and roundabouts. I just um, don't really see how. Society now, you know, how we're running at the minute, I don't see it, it being sustainable because, you know, diesel's gone up last three weeks. Every week it's gone up again. It's not, 
it's not done what it's done recently. Mm. I.e., it's gone up hellish, and then it's dropped ten pence, and then it's dropped five pence. It's it, it's going one way at the minute. It's going up. Um, mm-hmm. it's, the government's got an absolute blind spot to 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 a lot of this that's, uh, that, well, that's going it. on. Mm. You know, you know, it, it, for every increase, their VAT take goes up. It's you know they can't lose, can they? Nope. That's, uh, and they can shrug the shoulders and say, "Hey, look, it's not us. It's oil prices. It's not us." But it is unfortunately you because you know if crude plummets, which it does periodically, it's not reflected. Into tank is it? So old yeah. Rishi is uh, refilling his uh, um, piggy bank after COVID. Well, looks like looks like it. Eh? I've seen the prices of things got quite a few things in the supermarkets uh-huh. and things like that. I discovered though an amazing place to go for my shopping. I, I had no idea about. Yeah, you, you, you know, you've got like you, you remember. You remember, well, you know Iceland, the frozen yeah. supermarket. I always thought it was like a bit weird and like crap. Yeah. Because it would do like bizarre stuff like a pe- pepperoni lasagna and just like bizarre right. variations of microwave junk food. But yeah. I've changed the name of some of them. I don't know if it's all of them, but there's, there's one called the Food Warehouse now. Uh-huh. And I went in there the other week and it's got, the, it's got this whole section of like TGI Friday's food. And Harry yeah. Ramsden's food, and it was just amazing. And it was, it. I need to get loads of frozen food for the house because I'm not organised enough, and I'm never home enough to keep fresh food because it goes in the bin. But there, Harry Ramsden's oven chips were as good as chips out the chippy, and they've got all yeah. oh, oh, the burgers were like burgers you would get in a restaurant and all this stuff. The ice cream, loads and loads of different ice cream. It was amazing. So I got loads of shopping out of there, and it saved me a lot of money because I'm like trying to, trying to ratchet things back a little bit with this cost of living crisis as well so that's a recommendation of me the food warehouse yeah. in Iceland because they've got a Greg's thing as well where you can get like frozen Greg's pasties and things but I wasn't like really mm-hmm. into that it's mainly the, the variety of uh, uh, interest and stuff that they had in there I was really pleased with that and of course I, mean, I used home bargains as well because they're handy for stuff but all the packets of crisps and things that were a pound the, the multi-packs of juice that were a pound, they're all like one nineteen, one thirty-five now, and it all mounts up at yeah. the end of it. all mounts up at the end of it. Yeah, I know. I've noticed everything's going going that way, and it's um, it's going to impact everybody. It's going to impact us. I mean, we've you know we've got two reasonable incomes. You know, she's a teacher. I'm I'm doing this, but our monthly spend will have gone up hundred quid, no problemo. Um, We've been on a fixed energy deal for the last two years, and that runs out in September, so I can hardly wait mm. for, the, for that to double in September, which it's bound to do. Um, I mean, there's six of us, well, five, mm. sometimes six, and our combined energy bills, I think, are about 290 a month. So mm. when that goes boom in September, that'll be it. So it'll be cheaper to uh, run the Scania than... Uh, yeah, because, run a house. Uh, it's going to be yeah. it's going to be really bad for a lot of like vulnerable people, you know, and fixed mm. incomes and things like that. Yeah, Pensioners, it's bad stuff that coming up, sort of, sort of yeah. uh, ahead. It's, um, but there's uh, a lot of people that aren't badly off, but just make some really bad choice, and they're going to have to start making responsible choices. I'm afraid, mm. you know these 
you know, Spain twice a year in two BMWs. In, yeah, yeah, that's going to have to give their heads a share. Well, that's it. I mean, the standard 11's rocketed like enormously in the sort of mm. past 30 years. There aren't that many. Like BMWs, Range Rovers, you know, mm-hmm. Audis, all these things are commonplace, commonplace now. And it's, yeah, there's a lot of people that are ticked up to the eyeballs on them. You know, mm-hmm. I would imagine there's there going to be a lot of people trying to get rid of them in a bit as well. They're not mm. sensible driving about in 30-year-old Vauxhalls like I am. <laughs> when I were a kid, 80s, 85, 86, 87, generally speaking, Dad went to work, Mother stayed at home, mm-hmm. looked after you. Um, and there were one car, maybe not at all, but, you know, there was generally, generally one, one car. car yeah. mm-hmm. And, you know, when we got excitable and went on holiday, we went to Bridlington to Auntie Gladys's caravan at mm-hmm. Reaton Gap. You know, it were only late 80s, early 90s, when we were getting it extravagant and going to Dorset and stuff, you know, but mm-hmm. all this buggering about in Tenerife and the rest of it, you know, that they've grown to expect since Thatcher gave everybody this unrealistic idea that you can have whatever you like. Mm, whatever um, you want it. <laughs> yeah, you know, she made everybody believe that they were all millionaires, but which probably were, you know, at the time it was probably, you know, very welcome, like when Labour got in in 96, 97, and just spent all the brass, you know, they mm-hmm. just cashed in all the gold and spent mm-hmm. it all. And yeah, it was, did, huh? You know, it was great, you know, into late 90s and early noughties, it was great, you know, they were throwing money at everything. Um, child tax credit and all this, you know, it was, yeah, money, everyone, have this. Brilliant. Not bloody sustainable, but um, <laughs> great fun at the time. And it, if you remember famously when... Um, they got ousted. A civil servant at Treasury left a note on the desk for incoming administration saying there is no money. And there really wasn't. Gordon had spent it all. But, and it's, you know, people have just got to remember where we were. You know, the working man in the 80s had mm. enough money for food and heating and modest holidays and all the rest of it. And it's not been like that. People just think no. that food... You know, food is cheap and food should be cheap and we shouldn't have to devote a third of our earnings to good food. Well, it's not been realistic for years It's not, and it's not sustainable. And farmers are now super screwed. I mean, they've worked mm. on terrible margins for years, but now they've got terrible margins coupled with ridiculous diesel prices and stratospherically stupid fertiliser prices. Oh, this is the other thing that's coming in as well. This what these worldwide issues come as a broader thing into it. Like fertilizers getting ridiculously Aye. expensive, and there's shortages of stuff because of what's going on in Ukraine as well. Things as well. Twelve hundred quid a ton. Mm. You know, and it was sort of skirting around one ninety two ten, and and it's twelve hundred quid a ton now. You know, a dairy farmer needs fertilizer to grow grass to feed cows to make milk and at 27 to 31 pence a litre or whatever they were on at the point when this lot started to accelerate, it's it's impossible. So mm. a lot of people have been talking about reducing cow numbers, which is going to cut production, which is going to put price up even more. So milk is going to get expensive, but it's still not going to get expensive enough to reflect the true cost of production. So everybody's going to be like, bloody milk, it's a fortune. Yeah, but nobody's making any brass off that. It, mm. It's just how it's it's going to be. It's going to be a hell of a shock mm-hmm. right across the board to Joe Public who have been 
buffeted from you know realities by supermarkets using milk and bread as loss leaders to get you in. Yes, mm-hmm. you know they'll sell you a loaf of bread for ten pence to get you in, but once you're in, you'll spend a fortune on Mister Sheen and bloody. Prabantia posh bin bags and Prosecco and all the rest mm-hmm. of the crap. Yeah. You know, get ready, everybody. Amazing for that. Uh, looking for, like, make, I'm hoping this is a good summer to kind of make the most of it with shows and events mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff for what's coming up in the winter and all that stuff as well. What's going on? Oh, get a wood burner in. I am going to get something and I'm looking at that. It's mm-hmm. my, my chimney reinstated in the house before. Um, yeah, but I, there was Sunday morning on Twitter about a lack of rain and somebody was going on about a lack of bugs he was saying I've driven all over the country and there's not been any bugs hitting the windscreen of my vehicle because there's no biodiversity and I didn't heard about that but when I came up board yesterday my car was covered in bugs and it yeah. also poured the rain all night on Friday and it poured yeah. the rain all night on Sunday coming up the road so I don't know where, well, where the stories from we're under the same bit of sky tonight, are we? I'm, I'm round corner. Yeah, you're not out from that far away. Have you just heard that storm we've just had? Yeah, it was tanking it down a little while ago. Yep. Yeah, it started kicking it down here and it was blowing the bloody gale for 10 minutes. Now it's gone. Uh, mm. It's chucked it down from Betok mm. all the way up to... Uh, all the way up to Glasgow, then it dried up. But by Christ, did it put some down over Betok tonight. And, you know, down here we've had some real rain. Turf field this afternoon at York were like the Sahara. It was great. You get in and out without any towing or pushing. It was dusty. It was fantastic. But we've had enough rain, I think, to last us for a week or two. And as for the bugs thing, I remember that arch dickhead Jeremy Vine last year spouted about, oh, there are no bugs on the vehicles. Oh, that's because there are no bugs. And at the time I was shouting at the radio, I said, got bugger all to do with bugs. It's to do with temperatures. They do not come out and fly about when it's raining and when it's cold. And last summer was chronically crap. On Sunday, going down to Paynton, by the time I got down to Michael Wood and had a 45 at Michael Wood, I couldn't see for me mm. on windscreen. It looked, you know, it looked like somebody had been sort of driving in front of me, throwing handfuls of mincemeat at me. I was covered. So I had a clean and a fettle there with Mr... Uh, Mr. Muscle Wind, mm, clean. One of the numerous occasions on sort of Twitter over the sort of last started writing a reply out and got like halfway through it. So mm. Not getting, not getting into this altercation. There. No, the spouty bug people have got their agenda, which you know, oh, there are no bugs on the windscreen. Yeah, we'll wait till the sun comes out, buggers, and you know, you will be spat at to death, and hair presto, spat at to death, and mm. today. Until it rained, I was absolutely bloody peppered with them. Yeah. So, wind your necks in mm. single agenda type. Well, hope, uh, 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 hopefully, it's going to be a good, a good summer. It's not been particularly warm or anything up here. So it was, it was hot yeah. at the weekend at Pembrey. I couldn't, uh, I couldn't uh, believe it. I was so happy and in my element to be out in, yeah. in, in sunshine again after so bloody Aye. long. After all this time, of course, if it, at least if all things, if everything's expensive in the world and everything, at least it's still free to go and spend the day out in the sunshine and go for a walk about, you know. Don't take that away from you yet. And this is it. <laughs> Come to Whitchurch and walk about and look at us. When's, when's, when's Whitchurch on? Um, I want to say 12th of June. 
I'm 96% sure it's 12th of June that weekend, if that's a weekend. He says frantically looking for a diary. Um, I'm going to that one. The Barnsley team are not. Um, 11th of June. Yeah. Mr. Fern Senior is not booked in in time. Um, I don't know if Nath and Rich will be coming down or what, but um, it's it's going to be a banger that one because it's it was pretty reasonable, you know, during the COVID nonsense. Um, mm. So this year, without any nonsense, it should be awesome. There's 500 booked in for Whitchurch, and I uh, I just can't picture 500 on there. But anyway, um, I'm sure Mr. Naggington knows what he's doing, and it'll, it'll be planned. Yeah, um, he's, it an should expert, be a, he's an expert on that sort of stuff. That says baby. It should yeah, be a grand weekend. Uh, that would so, be, I have got my brother-in-law's stag dinner on Saturday night for that. I'll have to right. um, pass on that one. You can get me some pictures there. Uh, it can do. And we've got, <laughs> I'm going to AEC rally at the end of this month at Newark. I used to go at Ford every year. And it sounds like, oh, God, AEC rally is going to be beards and bib and brace. Mm-hmm. And all. No, there's all sorts of girls. Um, Andy Thorpe's Dickie Volvo. In previous years, Andy Thorpe and his dad have turned up with uh, MC, um, new Volvo at Ridgey when it were mm-hmm. in his livery and his dad's forward control Land Rover and all sorts. It's just a bloody good weekend. There's mm. all kinds of stuff turn up at AEC. Mm. It's uh, it's brilliant. Uh, Kel- um, I believe it's Kelsall the week after. The yeah. The 19th and um, 19th of June. Is that right? Because, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, because Thirsk's gone. Mm-hmm. I was going to go back to Kelsall. I haven't been to Kelsall for about four four years or so. So I thought I might just I might just nip down to Kelsall because it's bloody great. Anyway, mm-hmm. I've blown it because there's only one field for. Oh no, it's the twenty fifth and twenty sixth of June, Kelsall. Yeah, that's what it is. Modern nasties like this have got a field, you know, like the ERF and Burden field. You get about hundred and ten. A lot of ERFs, yeah. Christ, I you get loads of those. There's about 100 Ford, maybe pushing 200 ERFs. Then you've got steamers, you've lawnmowers, mm. you've classic bikes, classic cars, and even mm. other field that's got Scania, Volvo, Ford Transcontis, all that mm. stuff. It's it's big and it's good um, mm. and it's well organized. Showers are great, bars are good. It's not a piss take price wise, it's mm. just a good show. It does a cracking job. I really yeah. enjoyed it in 2019. Well, no, yeah. 2019. Uh, 2019, I had my food in there, yeah. Although I had crazy hay fever for some reason. Uh-huh. I don't usually get hay fever. And I, I drank, I kept I kept drinking to get rid of the hay fever, and eventually I got rid of it by blacking out for a while. <laughs> Aye. Yeah, it works for me. Aye. It's a great weekend, but I uh, I saw the night of um, sold out entries for uh, Modern Field, so I'm doomed, unless... Uh, Stephen Fern can fit me in one of his mm. many, many classics and we can uh, have a wander down. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. And then there's Gaiden to look forward to in September. I really like that weekend. It's brilliant. I'll, uh, I'll definitely be going to that this year. Lee don't mind me going down in this because I took Foden for... Yeah, yeah there's a nice mix of stuff at that. You know, it's not... It, you can come in with some... Uh, yeah. Modern as well, you know, it's not. Yeah, I've no doubt Stuart will take F12 and uh, living trailer in the ISO container. Mm. Um, I might be able to take 
Monsieur Fern's Magnum down that is acquired, and I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what comes. If not, I'll go in this. But I'm not missing Gaiden for anything because it's grand. Mm-hmm. Absolutely brilliant is that weekend. It's uh, it's a bit of a trip for us. I don't. Uh, I don't really relish sort of two two and a half hours down and two two and a half hours back. But you know, you can't have no. everything on doorstep, can you? Um, no. I successfully sidestepped Peterborough. I gave my ticket that it would seem that I could have sold for about £16 million pounds oh to Lucy. Uh, I gave it to Junior. So uh, her and Tenny took his uh, 540 Scania down. And um, yeah. I think they had a great weekend reading between lines. I think, oh, it, uh, I think it went well, Peterborough, from everybody that went seemed to have a good do. It's just... It just really isn't my thing. Uh, I've tried, but it just—it's just not mm. for me. So, yeah. I was on a look, full of the pipes at the start of July, into the first week in July. Yeah, I believe it's right after. Cause I've got the Road Transport Expo um, on uh, on the Saturday, of course, full of the pipes mm. on Saturday and the Sunday. So I don't know if I could get across from go and leave after the expo thing on the Saturday and head across to go to full yeah. of the pipe on the Sunday. Maybe. I don't know at this point. Well, we're meant to be going, so I'll see you there. Um, mm, that'd be good, because uh, the expo the expo's shaping up to be really good. It's free to go to that. You just have to register, and there's opportunity to go and drive uh, some new trucks as well. So that's, that's going to be um, good, that. Um, and then when is it? I've got... Oh, there's loads of other stuff. There's, uh, we've got that next convoy in the plane event in July as well, which is at Thruxton, yeah. which I'm excited about because it's got the British Touring Car Racing Historics at it. Including Aye. John Cleland racing oh. at it and things, which is going to be super good. Um, the week after that, week after that is Cumbria truck, the Cumbria truck show on the sixteenth and seventeenth. Mm. So that's going to be um, that's going to be a good one. On well, the week after that, it's the, the Vauxhall <coughs> show that I'm going to, which isn't a good one. That's that's all right. Then convoy in the park, which I am not going to this year because it's my sister's wedding. Uh, same, but not same. I'm not. And it isn't, because I don't like it, the end. Fair enough, yep. <laughs> Not so it's shaping up to a good, a good year of shows. provided scooters to go from where we park to where all action is, yeah. or, or taxis, I might I might like it, but traipsing up and down that miserable mile three times a day is um, not for me. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, oh, I mean, the, the, there is, uh, there's a whole really good what weekend's assing on then. 26th of July. I think. 26th of July, that can be the 23rd, 24th of July, maybe? Uh, yeah, that too, maybe. It's it's always arse end of July, isn't it? So, um, have I had sense to write it in here? Um, no. Arse no, truck it? show, 24th and 25th of July, 2021. It's the 30th and 31st of July. Is it? Right, mm. well, it's that one. <laughs> Good lad. That weekend. Um, we'll probably go into that. Um, mm. We were going to go as civvies this year, just either flying mm. to ship or something and drive up or mm. we're going to drive up and just hotel it, but the hotels are sold out by about end of January, so we blew it. So Yeah, you'd have to go and get, I suppose, like going going from a distance end by that point. If I was going to go yeah. and do it, I would probably go and, well, that's what I would have to do, is go and drive over and just get somewhere uh, there as well. So, so. Well, Stuart's entered F12 again, as usual, so mm-hmm. forget if we get in, we're going to double man it and go in that. Um, 
because um, obviously I won't get in with this because it's just a white Scania with some stuff stuck to it. It's not mm-hmm. interesting because, you know, it's a Scania. So we will, I think, be there, but we'll be there in F12 mode, which will mm-hmm. be grand because um, if you can't go across Europe with steel springs, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. you've not lived. All right, so... I'm hoping to get there and hoping to get sunstroke as usual because it's uh, mm. it's a grand weekend. Yeah, sounds and, good. Sounds good that like it clashes with anything else in it. But I was wanting to go and do a bit European uh, adventuring in a car of some sort this year, so I'm maybe factor in around uh, charging my ferries and everything and a lot of the transport to truck and driver for going and doing a show report, but also going to like the Alps and the Nurburgring as well. Can't you what? <laughs> Can you enter one of these like gumball rally things where they, they yeah. get a thousand pounds worth of Vauxhall and go they're, ten thousand miles? There's nothing that really kind of suits. There's, there's a few of them that are on, but I'm really into wanting to do driving. I wanted to be a driving event, and I was looking at one, and there's yeah. too much like they go and get the car and cover it with fucking artificial grass, and they're all dressed up like bloody dumb and dumber. They're, they're wearing, you know. It's like all very fucking middle class and going for like yeah. a, a bucket list experience. That it's like, and today we're driving for three hours, and then they're going to go and visit a museum. And I'm like, no, I want to go. And it's not a race, but actually it is a race. And we're doing eight or nine hours driving a day, and it's a fucking challenge to get to where we're going. And you need to back on. But there's none of that really. There's a couple of like sort of rich people rallies, like for people who've got McLarens and Porsches and that. But there's nothing for people. Uh-huh. We just really want to drive, so I'm just have to go and do it myself. And that, well, I, I don't know if anybody else would like to sort of come along with the car or something like that. It's the kind of thing you would go and organise, and people would drop out gradually yeah. on it as well. I don't, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, but I would like to go and like go across and do the Alps again because I was thinking again, I'm like, as the years go by with these things, the way that things are going with politics and everything everywhere and, and like Ukraine and Putin and the World Economic Forum, it's not going to be any easier next year. We don't know, so it's about just to get on with it and get do anything you want to do, you know, seize the moment and do it now. Yeah, definitely. Hope everybody that's listening has been taking note of these dates and things as we're coming out with them. Uh, I think Gaden? Gaden, September... 19th or something, isn't it? Yeah, something similar. That's a banger. I love it. Yeah, but definitely that calendar. And oddly, you go into a museum for your breakfast, it's cheaper than catering tent outside. It's grand. Mm. It's, you know, museum's free when you enter and you go. You've got a British Motor Museum, haven't you, all weekend to go trips around. They've got some mm. right stuff in there. If you like pre production Montegos, that's your. Oh, place. I do. Right. The Vauxhalls, a lot of Vauxhalls are in there now as well. Yeah, it's uh, fantastic. 10th, 10th and 11th of September, that. Praise be. Praise be to Lee Herbert. Mm-hmm. What a man. What a fella. What a fella. Yeah, it's a brilliant be. weekend, is that? And um, I, uh, I met Paul last year with his beard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, good that one. Paul's, Paul's actually in the UK at the moment, running about in his motorbike. Um, doing a kind of tour of the UK. I've, I've given him some freelance jobs to go and do, some people well, to go not, and visit, to go and write things up. Well, he's not um, been to home first yet, so no, if he no. rings me, I'll, I'll get him into levels gig on Thursday night. Well, he might not be far away. I, I, I did send him, he's got a company, Newis, 
We've got some heavy old version one Volvos and things. He's going to see them, and yeah. a couple of other people are lined him up with. So he's so he's got some um, work to do while he's over here as well, which is which is good. I, I take it he'll be coming over with one of his many retro truck fleet now because he's got that big yeah. Renault and he's got a Magnum. I'm sure he's got something else as well. Yeah, he got the other Magnum, didn't he? Um, mm -hmm. Stevens bought Magnum one, and he bought the other one. Mm -hmm. So he um, he could do a lot worse than calling off at our our yard when Stevens back off his cruise in a couple of weeks and uh, mm. and, and well, doing the full Stephen Fern interview because mm. that bloke, you know, he likes to tell you I've done more bloody miles in reverse than you've done mm -hmm. forward, but he has. Um, and he's done it in all sorts of stuff, from Maggie Deutsch to Bloody Max to all sorts. Mm. He, um, well, we're getting Paul 90s. back over for Expo, so he can go and visit him. Well, he ought to come and see yeah. Steve. He, he did what in the nineties with a Maggie? Sorry, <laughs> he used to run. Um, he used to run Italy in some Max in nineties, and Assen um, Truckstar got wind of it and um, invited him across two or three times and paid his boats and lot for him to go with mm. his Max. And they weren't Bonnie. They were still liveried up in, you know, like Yeehaw Trucking Company from Arkansas or whatever. But he, uh, mm -hmm. you know, he, he, he kept them nice and he ran them, uh, he ran them on European. So he, uh, he went to Aston a few times at nineties with those. And, you know, when, when I was just nobbed a lad. Mm -hmm. Oh, the photograph albums he's got of ferns back in there. They ran all sorts, you know. They thought nothing mm -hmm. of buying a brand new triple uh, one Scania whilst running Sedakis, whilst running whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. They bought what they wanted at the time, and it's brilliant. Absolutely. One of the most interesting blokes you could, mm -hmm. you know, you could possibly interview. Even now, it, you know, when you land at his house for a brew, mm -hmm. If you show interest, you'll uh, you'll get to learn some stuff. He's got, you know, his T cab, fourteen liter ERF, and a version one Volvo FH16 parked upside the house. And then you know, come down to the yard, and he's got you know whatever they've got currently in the yard. Really interested. Yeah, really, why haven't, why haven't really we done a feature on him before? You know, we should um, go and tell him what we're going to go and do he that. Is willing, you know, uh, Stephen is definitely willing. Richards. I wonder. Far I wonder. Too busy yeah, for any of this nonsense, but he's yeah. dad. His dad would love to talk to you. I wonder. Um, well, I'd, I wonder if we could go down for uh, visit. Where is his? Uh, we'll go and sort that out. His yeah. dad's. Um, I because I'm just thinking. Well, Paul's coming over for Expo. Although I'm mm -hmm. not sure how long he's coming over for because we have to get him back over yeah. as well. I might go back over with him. I will sort something out with that because I, I, yeah. I was delighted at Pembrey that I got 14 contact mm -hmm. numbers for great features because. The magazine, I should have my A4 notepad divided into three and planning yeah. three issues ahead. So I know what's going on and I've got different projects and that to one side. And I've not been able to do it since 2019 properly, really, to that yeah. extent. And I'm just getting to the point where I can I can do it better mm. again now. And it's taken a huge uh, it's taking a huge effort to accumulate the amount of feature material that we need. Yeah. And that's just normal stuff. I haven't gone on to trying to organise some of the other stuff um like going out yeah. to visit a lot of people because I'm we need to recruit because I'm bogged down too much sitting in the bloody desk when I could be out and about meeting people and uh, things yeah. that doesn't even factor in me being able to go and drive trucks you know uh, <laughs> I could fill half a bloody issue with Stephen I'm sure um, 
Sounds good. Podcast as well. Good podcast. <laughs> I, uh, I'd be some fella on here would say, no, then what young were you? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, uh, he tells me to uh, go away in a, in a direct Barnsley way when I imitate him, but I'm good at it, so I do it more. So uh, I don't know. So I could uh, I could probably ring his bank manager, and pretend to be him, and get away with it. I think. So. <laughs> <laughs> mm, but I can't deal with those sort of big numbers. I'd have a brain hemorrhage. Uh, Sounds like you're having a decent week. Hope uh, your tough unloading goes on well tomorrow. Hope you have an enjoyable drive down the A68. Could there be any other drive down A68 apart from when we had Storm Bastard that day and it was... uh, Yeah, unless... Yeah, it was chucking trees at me all the way down as far as... uh, as far as Otterburn. There's a lot of lorry drivers that just probably... Like run around the Midlands doing like trunking work along the motorway networks nah. back at one. They'll never really have got to experience the a, a road like the A sixty eight through the Scottish borders and north of England in a good truck as well. You know, yeah, just that's what when you're out doing stuff like that. That moments like that can be. This is what lorry driving is all about. This is why yep. you do it and you put up with the bad stuff in that. And I feel bad for people that know really got the opportunity to experience that or know what it's like. Just like, no. oh, this is like... No. I know it's nearly bedtime. That being the sound of my last can of uh, Stella being empty and put into the bin bag. I think it's bedtime. Yeah. It's, when I'm nine hours of horizontal action and Theo uh, knocks me up first at morning in the Brooksburn Turf community. No, so I need to get up at a decent time tomorrow and get on with uh, organising the next magazine things because I did basically nothing today. But in, in my defence, I'm technically entitled to a day off after working the entire mm-hmm. weekend and, and getting getting in at two in the morning and getting in at 11 at night and things, you know. Yeah. So Righty-ho. Do you, you take want me to produce anything? Yes. Yes, please. Uh, That'd be lovely. Thank you. Just some nice pictures yeah. out with them. Some blue sky and sunshine and greenery in the background. I've got, I've got lots of that. I just seem to take a lot of pictures that are uh, random and pointless. I keep yeah, being waved at by Aylstone wagons as well in Derbyshire. I don't know. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that what your, um, your man drives for? Um, uh, that would be Andrew. That drives for them. That's that. Uh, but there seem to be a lot of them. Uh, I don't know. How, uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. There's a few of them now. Like they're top, mm. top spec Volvos. Um, uh, so. Aye. I went mm-hmm. up to uh, Ashbourne on Friday morning with a load. And uh, on my way up to Ashbourne, there was, seems to be every other vehicle seemed to be an Aylstone brick wagon. Loads of them. Loads and loads. And they're all friendly and very wavy. So hello, lads. Now then. Aye. All smart Volvos. Uh, I don't envy you having to. Trips up to Ashbourne on a regular basis if that's where you're running out of because uh, mm. it's, it's nasty and hilly and expensive going up there. I quite like the idea of running around East Yorkshire because it's nice and flat. Anyway. It says the man who's been to painting in Devon, a Welsh mountain in Scotland in the last few days. <laughs> I've not had the rates for that one up to um, Blind Hell Festini. I can't believe there's going to be anything in that by the time we've done feeding motor to get up there because that is ridiculous. It's a ridiculous place for a factory. Um, but that paint and run, beautiful. She did 11.1 mm. on that round trip. 11.1. Mm. Fantastic. That's good. That's what you need these days, like, you know. Yeah, I mean, we did 7.4 Welsh Odyssey. 
the report, the Euro six E's, these ones that have come in again, it's, it's amazing. Man, truck manufacturers should be shouting about how amazing their diesel engines are. Mm. This big push to get to net zero and get rid of diesel engines is a load of nonsense. It's uh, such a, it's such an incredible, convenient, useful fuel, and the engines are so clean now. And these Euro six E ones, there's a guys getting twelve miles with a gallon at trucks now, you know. Yeah. And that's on, that's on. That's one work that you would have, wouldn't have dreamed about getting ten on it not long ago, and a generation mm-hmm. ago you would have been getting like eight and a half on. You know. Yeah, well, Matt's getting ten, ten and a half, eleven some weeks out of that Volvo, and he's you know you got to remember he's shoving twenty five ton of powder up a pipe out of his tank with that as well. So exactly, know, yeah. You know that's uh, credit to the bloke that's driving it that can get it uh, that you know that mm-hmm. economical, and then. Yes shove mm-hmm. powder up into silos and still keep it above yes. 10. That's bloody, that's bloody good. Yeah, it is. It's the tr- I mean, yeah, it's like the truck manufacturers have put a lot of effort into giving you, you know, the, these, um, giving you trucks with a lot of technology. And I mean, if you learn how to use them properly, you know how to drive. Yeah. You can get some incredible results with trucks now. And we should be celebrating that instead of going, uh, going and getting, trying to go and cause an enormous amount of pain and suffering. They're yeah. going to be trying to go and make Stupid battery operating things. Yeah, well, it's uh, it's all it's all propaganda of PR, and it? it's mm, I've, it I've got you know I've got to be seen to be more shouty about these issues than you have. So they're all just you know they all really know how much bollocks they're spouting. It's just they have to be seen to be, don't mm. they? Right, yeah. right, okay, sound. We're uh, done. Yes, thank you very much. I shall catch up with you again soon. Take care. Shalom. Thanks for listening to the Truck and Driver podcast. Please subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. To keep up to date with the latest news, 100% for drivers, visit truckanddriver.co.uk, where you can also subscribe to the print edition of Truck and Driver magazine, which publishes on the last Friday of every month. The Truck and Driver podcast is produced by Sound Rebel. To find out more, please visit soundrebel.co.uk.